In the Maral, we are learning the Mishnah of Hillel Azokin, where Hillel tells us in his second Mishnah of his teachings, the, let's read it inside, Nagid Shema Avad Shemei, that we spoke about last time, a person who is interested in trying to extend, continue his reputation to more people, promote himself, Avad Shemei, he loses his name. <coughs> we saw that the Maral explained that that authority, if used to enhance one's own image or one's own power, it gets taken away from them. With the law, most if yasif, if a person doesn't increase, so he loses that. If a person doesn't learn, so he's chayav missing. So the morale tells the big chiddush, and he wants to line up this teaching of Hillel with the Gemara in Brachas. And uh, let's see inside how he explains it. Firstly, the idea of why if a person doesn't increase, he loses what he has in learning. So the morale says, If a person doesn't increase the learning, so then their life gets shortened. The Torah is the opposite of power. Because through Torah, a person comes to Dvekus, comes to a connection to Hashem. And... Whereas we saw that power a person takes for themselves really acts to shorten their life, Torah increases a person's life because it's a connection to Hashem. Why? Because Torah is a machai. And therefore, increasing one's connection to Torah is increasing life, and distancing one's love from Torah is distancing one's love from life. We'll explain in a bit more in depth what he wanted with that, but let's just finish reading the paragraph first. If a person doesn't increase, he's learning Yasif, he loses his life. If he doesn't learn anything, he's learning he doesn't add more time to his learning, so then he'll die young. Hashem will shorten his lifespan. That's one level of punishment. And then there's another level of punishment. And then if a person doesn't learn at all, then then he's taught a chayv, or he's right away, he's chayv mesa. And now this is the second point. A person is called an Adam, similar to name Adama. Uh, the world, the land, the earth is a balas chaymer, it's something physical. And uh, the nature of physicality is that it doesn't have resistance on its own right. It's something which is essentially lifeless. And that's why the body of a person, which is really a formation of dust and sand, of earth, is something which doesn't live, so to speak, or have a kayak of life on its own. It needs to be given a kayak from Hashem. And Hashem is mass in the Shamus with Farim Mason. He returns the Shamus to what otherwise a lifeless body. And therefore, the element of life in a person, the spiritual part of a person, that's what, that's what connects a person to life. And uh, the means through which a person connects that is through the Torah. That's what he says. That's what the Torah is like. 
וגם של ידי התורה יש בדבקס כמו יסבור כמו שביינו זה וכמה קיימס So there's a connection to the lack of a spiritual nature and also a second point, a connection to Hashem, what he calls Tvekus. And therefore, he says, Without the Torah, a person who is physical doesn't connect to Hashem. If a person has increased Torah, so he decreases lack. It doesn't add more to his the effort and the, the, the energy he puts into learning Torah. Even if he's reading Torah, he's learning Torah, but without effort, without exerting himself. And then he doesn't, so to speak, make the seichel stronger than the physical, physical part of a person, which is his body. So then there isn't that koyach, which, so to speak, it superimposes life onto something lifeless. And if that's the case, it'll figure out yasif. What it means by that is if a person learns that in a laid-back fashion, so to speak, in a lazy way, so then really, even if he's learning, but the the, the stronger element within the person is his body, is the, the way that he's learning. Whereas if a person exerts himself and pushes himself, even when it's hard for him and puts all his energy and effort into something, so that's magpri the seichel. That makes the, so to speak, gives priority, gives a certain preeminence to the spiritual, which is forcing the body to accept or to work together with. And that's the element which uh, therefore invests uh, that time in the body. It doesn't learn anything, never mind how he does it, he doesn't learn at all. A person distances himself from Torah, really, is connecting, he intends to distance himself from Chaim, and therefore, since he's the Pisha Machi Gatsim, he distances himself from the Torah, he's Chayav Mesa. And then he brings the Gemara in Shabbos, the Gemara says, Nim Shiloh Dibre Torah Lunagit. And Nagid is a ruler. The Bible says, Shimokin Nagidi Madabi, my Nagid is the Yeshbiyod and Hamis Mahachis, after Dibre Torah, Yeshbiyod and Hamis Mahachis. Just like a ruler has the decisions of life and death in his hand, he can decide who lives and who dies. The same thing, Torah has the ability to give life or chasas from the opposite. And uh, that's why uh, ask the Mishpat, the person who learns Torah deserves life, and the person who forsakes Torah deserves death. That's what he says about the Torah. If you require a Mishpat of the Torah, there's a deal of the Hamas of the Hachiyos. And that's why there's a concept of the Torah Chai. The person is Chai Visa, which means the Mishpat. If Nech HaKosim in Torah. Because he doesn't himself in the Torah. So that's the first part of the morale that explains two different ideas. The one is that there's a concept of increasing that by increasing the attachment to Torah or increasing one's subservience physically to the Torah, and that's through the Amul Vyagya, how much a person works hard on understanding Torah. And then the second part is that the connection to Torah itself is something which is a connection to life. And if a person distances himself from that, he doesn't learn at all. So then, Alpi the Torah, he doesn't have a connection to that, so he's Chayav Mesa. Now, like we said, the Maral is going to find a very interesting parallel to this mission of Hillel in the Gemara in Brachas. Why Hillel put all these things in one mission? The fact that uh, a person who's looking to increase their reputation or their authority, and a person who doesn't exert himself on Torah, and a person who doesn't learn Torah, those are all three things which a person is Chayav punishment for.
We put them all in one Mishnah. Why? Because we say the same list in the Gemara brachas. Mekachem v'perekaroi. Om Rav Yehuda. Shloishet v'arim mekatsrim yomov v'shnetzer shaladam. The three things which shorten the person's lifespan. The first one is Mishnah Nosin v'koyis l'varech v'ayin l'mavarech. A person is invited to bench to lead the Zimun and he turns down the invitation. So he's rejecting the chance to mavarech, to bless Hashem v'rabu. So that's a reason why he'll have his life shortened. Secondly, a person is invited or called up to the Torah and refuses to go. So that's also limiting his life because he is rejecting the opportunity to learn Torah or to read the Torah of And this is a halacha. The halacha is that if a person is called to the Torah, he has to go out. Even if he's in the middle of davening, even if he's in the middle of Kriyashma, unless he's davening Shmanesha, when circumstances are not allowed to move, any other place in davening he might be, he has to interact and go up and uh, read from the Torah because otherwise it's one of this category of Chas Hashem, a person who's refusing the opportunity to read from the Torah. And the last one is Vamanik Atzim Barabonis. That's the example exactly the same as here. A person who tries to exercise authority over other people. So where does Rabbi Huda know these things from? He's going to bring three Pesachim. A person is invited to learn from the Torah and refuses to. Because what the Torah says, the Torah is what gives life, and a person is rejecting life, so he's going to show up his life. And the second one is, he turns on the opportunity to bench. Hashem says, I'll bless when you bless. And if he is Mubarak Hashem, he'll in return get a bracha from Hashem, and he's foregoing that opportunity. That's the same Gemara that the Mara spoke about beforehand. And that is Yosef, being as he acted as if he had authority over the food supply of the brothers of the world, so that was being acting Barabonus, showing himself to be, so to speak, the boss and not just an emissary to feed others. And he made a, he died younger than his brothers. So you see exactly these same three things together. Uh, and not to act with authority of other people. Now, what's the connection between these three things? And how do they connect to the three things in Hill says? So one's exactly the same. That is the idea of not to act uh, not to try and exercise authority. Similarly, we can see a comparison between not learning Torah and uh, not, being up, not taking opportunity to learn. It's also refusing opportunity to learn Torah. And the question is, how does the last one compare? Not, not learning Torah and refusing a Kois Baracha. And why are these three things specifically chosen as the three things which limit or shorten the person's lifespan? So let's give a bit of a background first, and the Bezashim will see inside the Mara. We know the famous mission at the beginning of Perkavos, which we learned in detail. And that is the mission which says, Shemin HaTzadik tells us, The three pillars that the world stands on. And obviously we're not talking about physical pillars which hold up the physical world because the physical world is floating in space. It doesn't have anything holding up as a pillar. Rather, we're talking about things which hold up the world, in other words, which keep the world alive, or in other words, which connect the world to the source of life, which is Hashem. And therefore, we can call these three pillars sort of three uh, conduits or three uh, pipelines, if you want, which connect the world to its spiritual source which means Hashem is the source of life, the Makar Achaim, 
and the three ways which the world can connect, or people in the world can connect to Hashem, and therefore connect to that source of life. One of the three pillars, the three connection points, and in each area, the more a person extends or enhances their connection, the more connection to Chaim they'll have, and the more a person minimizes that connection, the less connection to Chaim they'll have. Okay, so the first thing is what we talk about, what we already spoke about, and then it's Gemilas Chasadim. Why is Gemilas Chasadim a connection to life? So this we spoke about in previous year, and that is because by doing Chasad, the person is acting, so to speak, as an emissary of Hashem. He's carrying out Hashem's job. Hashem is one of those Chasad, and by a person doing Chasad, so he's, so to speak, fulfilling the role of Hashem. And you made it. Now that he's being used as an agent, as an ambassador, of to do Hashem's job, so then that chiyus, which Hashem wants to send to people, is going to go through him. And he made it, the idea of chesed, and the idea why it's a connection to a life, and why it's a, one of the amudim of the world, is because the idea of chesed is mahu afata. In other words, a person is acting similarly to how Hashem acts, and that's a basis for his chay. That's the lifeline of chesed. The second lifeline is the lifeline of Torah. The lifeline of Torah, and uh, why why does connection to Torah uh, provide more of a connection to life that we saw in the mission that a person that's the source of life. So really, the side of Torah is that for lots and lots of times, Torah is the connection to Hashem's chokhmah, and that chokhmah is Hashem's intention for the what what. He wants the world to be. And then Mimela, the when a person understands, so to speak, the Chachm Hashem, so then he is connecting to the same Chachm which wants it to be a world and wants, it, wants the world to be the way it is. And Mimela, the connection to that is also a connection to Chaim. But the question is the last one, Avoida. Avoida, what's called Avoida? And why does Avoida also act as a connection point, as a connection point, uh, to Hashem, a connection point to life. So the different things which I put in the category of, of Avoida, sometimes we talk about Tefillah, we talk about the Kabbalists and the Beis Amikdash, even doing mitzvah sometimes can be called Avoida Hashem. Why does serving Hashem, in that sense, is why is that also considered a connection which connect, which is something which uh, brings a more of a, a, a source or a sherish of Chaim to a person. And the answer to that really is that the concept of Avoid is Dvekus, which means by serving Hashem, a person comes closer to Hashem. Not physically closer, because Hashem is not a physical thing, but rather by by directing what one's doing, or one's saying, or one's thinking towards Hashem, so we made it, that creates more of a, a Dvekus with Hashem, and it's also a way that a person can have more of a connection to Hashem, in the sense that there'll be more of a Shemesh of Chiyas. So in any of these three areas, that a person increases their their shaykhs to that pillar of that connection to life, it is more of a chayim. And in any area where a person decreases it, so then they're going to lose part of their connection to life. So therefore we can explain, like we explained previously, that if a person, instead of using what Hashem, the means Hashem gave him to do chesed as an agent of Hashem, he rather uses it to exercise authority or to enhance his own reputation or prestige, so then he's distancing himself from the Shosh of Chesed. He's now no longer acting as Hashem's agent, he's acting 
in order to promote himself. So he made it, he distanced himself from the Shalish of Chesed, he made it, he's going to lose the chedek of the chayim he has, which came from the cherish. Similarly, if a person has opportunity to learn Torah, and he refuses that, so then that's also in the category of distancing oneself from the connection through Torah, which he doesn't want to learn. And now the last point, and that is the ability to mevarech Hashem. The ability to mevarech Hashem is the concept of Avodah. Avodah can be through Tvila, Avodah can be through Brachas too. And by using the opportunity to mevarech Hashem, so there's a certain focus, a certain closeness, which brings more chayim. And if a person turns down that opportunity, and we uh, made he loses chayim as well. That's just the background. How the three things mentioned are really connected to the three pillars of the world, which are the three uh, connections to the source of life. And the more one expands those, the more connection to life there is. And the more one distances himself from them, then the less connection to life there is. And that's why these, a lack of these three things is makatsar a person's life. And because of that, the morale is going to say that when we're talking about what's wrong about not taking the opportunity to bench, it means because benching is a way to mevarech Hashem, which is part of Avaidah, and if a person doesn't use up to mevarech Hashem, then he doesn't have the same connection to Ahmad Avaidah. And that's what he says, unlike Rashi. Rashi says, You could have, as a guest, thanked the host. He would have blessed other people and then some kind of a chesed, and then you manage, he would get more bracha. And the Maral disagrees. He says, It's not necessary to say you're talking about blessing the Balabais. Even if there are people eating, each was eating their own food, but they ate at the same tables they're making as Imun, and no one's going to bless the Balabais. Each one, so to speak, is a Balabais over himself. But nevertheless, turning down the Zimun is in the category of a person who's shortening their life and the reason is because they're blessing Hashem if a person blesses Hashem so then he's misbarech he gets bracha too a person doesn't use opportunity to mevarech Hashem to lead the benching which is really a connection of avoid to Hashem which is also a bracha, is like the point through which a person can understand Hashem. That's why he gets life. And therefore, distancing himself from Torah is shortening his life. A person who acts and, and with authority doesn't see himself as being recovered from Hashem because if that's the case he would be faithful in just distributing what Hashem gave him. Rather, he makes himself the ruler of others. He makes himself the ruler of others. So that's explaining the Gemara in Brahma. And now going back to our Mishnah. What's the connection between the three things our Mishnah spoke about, or really the third thing our Mishnah speaks about, and the the third thing which is mentioned in the office, which means the idea of learning less, which is Makats in a person's life, as a, uh, why is that connected to the person who refuses to Mavarech Hashem, 
and that's also something which is Makatsa Yom Vashnasa. So here we are, I want to give a little bit of a, a background to explain. And that is when it comes to learning Torah, there's two different elements to the midst of learning Torah. Perhaps you could even say the two separate mitzvahs. There's one part of the midst of learning Torah, or one mitzvah in learning Torah, and that is to know the whole Torah. To know the whole Torah. And that's the khiv we have of Yediyasa Torah. We learn it from the Pasuk Vashinan to Levanecho, you should teach everything to your sons, or Levanecho to Mesmanechem. Wherever we learn it from, that a person has to know the entire uh, scope of the entire depth and breadth as much as they can of the Torah. So it's a question of how much a person knows. But if you look, we'll see that there's a second mitzvah in learning Torah too. And that is not applying to how much a person knows, but rather how much time a person spends. And we learn this from the Pasuk, And there's a mitzvah to spend days and nights learning Torah, and it's a separate completely to the mitzvah of knowing the Torah. And there's a first Gemara, it's a fascinating Gemara, in the end of Menachos, the Gemara says that Rabbi Shmuel Kengodl had a nephew who was, it seems from the Gemara, and Tamil Chacham of first class. And he says to his uncle Rabbi Shmuel, he says, somebody like me, I've learned the entire Torah. That's already an unbelievable statement to be able to make, but he says it. Someone like me has learned the whole Torah, so now can I go and learn other, other wisdoms, other, other fields of science, other forms of knowledge. Why? Because he understood that the mitzvah to learn Torah and apply oneself to Torah is to know the whole Torah. So he said, I've got there, I arrived, I know the whole Torah. So now I'm allowed to go and learn other kinds of knowledge as well. And Rabbi Shmuel tells him, only if you find the time which is neither day nor night. Because if you find the time of day and the time of night, you say, well, there's a mitzvah, so your day is already full uh, of an obligation to learn Torah by day, your night's already taken up of the obligation to learn Torah by night. But if you happen to find the third time period, then you then you can learn something else. Then obviously there isn't a third time period. And what Abishmuel is really telling him is the science for the mitzvah of learning the whole Torah, which you have already done. Abishmuel didn't argue the point with him. He said, but there's a mitzvah to spend your time learning Torah. Now, does that mean that he's going to waste his time? No. First, there's a mitzvah, even if a person is doing Chazara, it's also learning Torah. And secondly, even if he knew the whole breadth of Torah, there's always an infinite depth in Torah. So that every time a person will learn something again, he'll understand more. But that's not the point. The idea we're going to say is that there's a mitzvah of spending time in Torah and there's a mitzvah of knowledge of Torah. You say it in Hebrew, there's a mitzvah of Yediyah which means knowledge of Torah, and the mitzvah of Yediyah which means the Gimel, which is the work a person puts into the time a person invests into learning. Two separate points. Now, when we're going to talk about how they connect to the Shorish of Chayim, the three pillars with the world exists on. So that's very simple. If we said that the Shorish of Torah is that a person's understanding of Hashem's Chachmah is a connection to Chayim, because the Chachmah of Hashem is what wants the world to exist and gives life to the world, and therefore the more a person understands it and knows about it, is aware of it, the more they also connect to that same Shorish. So that's the case. Then we're talking about how much a person knows. And the person knows more, so there's more connected to Chaim. And the person who knows less is less connected to Chaim. If we're talking about the time application, and the person has to spend their time learning Torah, so this isn't just a question of uh, how much they know, it's a question rather of their connection because of the time they're putting in. And in that way, Torah is really similar to Avaidah, which means it's not the result of what a person knows, 
it's rather the time that a person spends learning Torah because that's time that he's connected to Hashem. We know that another person learns Torah. It's Kilo. It's uh, he's connected to Hashem. It's just like Batfila. And I say famously that the difference between learning Torah and davening is either way around the person's in conversation with Hashem. But when a person davens, he's speaking to Hashem. And when a person learns, Hashem is speaking to him. So you can connect to somebody in a conversation whether they speak or you speaking. Which means there's an element of dvekos in Torah when a person learns Torah, and there's an element of dvekos in Tvela when a person davens. Just dvekos says when he's either he's speaking to Hashem when he davens, or Hashem is speaking to him when he learns. And therefore, there's a, like the Sifri writes on the pasuk to Bavaytim Hashem Lekecha of Deva B'Tayrasa. There's an element of Avodas Hashem in Torah also, and that is the connection which comes from the connection which comes from. And knowing from, from spending time learning Torah. In other words, spending time being taught by Hashem. And that's what the Mara also pointed out before, at the beginning, the first part we learned today, and that is he speaks about two different elements of Torah. There's the element of Torah which causes Tvekus, that's the time element. That the, the time a person spends learning Torah, that causes Tvekus. And there's the element of Torah which is mashed in the person. And the person he said is lacking in the Torah. Uh, gives him something which he doesn't have, and that's that concept of the Chachmas the knowledge of Torah, which is the source of Chaim and so for a person. And that's what Tehillah says. This is two different expressions. He says, If a person doesn't increase, then his life will get shortened. If a person doesn't learn, he's Chayav What's the difference between the two expressions? So we now understand. The idea of the Lom Moisif, he doesn't increase, means he doesn't increase the time he spends learning. So he imagined there's something missing in his dedication to learning. Now there's a dvekos of Torah, but he doesn't spend more time learning. And when it comes to the Yolif, he doesn't know. He never learns, he doesn't know. And therefore, there's no connection to the knowledge of Torah. And uh, I think even though it's clear in the mission here, there will be a proof for that. There's a Gemara in the end of Tainis that talks about the, the Yom of Tuba. And the Gemara there asks, what was the Simcha of Tuba? What happened in Tuba? What a Kaishon? What historically do that, that's why we celebrate. And one of the answers the Gemara gives, the final answer Rabbi Rabbi Yosef said, that from Tuba'av, really we've passed the summer uh, solstice, and from then on the days start getting shorter and the nights start getting longer. And now that people used to work during the day, nights were confined to their homes, and therefore night time was the time that they had to learn. And on that the Gemara says, the Simch of Tuba'av is now that the nights are getting longer, a person can learn more. And on that it says, And if a person doesn't increase their learning, which means the time that they're learning, Yasif. Yasif, which means they're going to lose time, they're going to die younger because they don't increase their time of learning. That's the element of the Tvekus. The law Yalif is a person who doesn't know. The, the word Yalif means to know. So a person doesn't learn, so he doesn't have information, doesn't know, says Chayav Mesazva. And therefore we see how the three things connect. A person who doesn't want to connect to the Sharish of Chesed, which is a person who, rather than using what Hashem gave them to do chesed, they use it to promote themselves, so they lose their connection to Chaim through the Amud of Mirshasadim. A person doesn't want to know the Torah. He refuses his opportunity to get called up to the Torah, to learn what the Torah says, or to learn more Torah information. So then he's lessening or weakening his connection to the Amud of Torah. He also deserves to die young. And lastly, a person who gives up the opportunity of Dvekas with Hashem, which is the Shemesh Avodah, whether that's through the time of Dhamini or the time he spends learning or benching or anything else which creates a dvekus. 
So in that area, he's, he's losing his connection to the Amid Avoida, and that, therefore those three things are brought together, both, both by Hillel and in the mission of Ayas, and by Rabbi Yehud in the Gemara Brachos, as, as things which, with a person's nechshalin, it can lead to a lessening of their life, a shortening of their life, because it really means a detachment from the three fillers to the three Amudim which provide that. Okay, we still have the last phrase in the Mishnah that if a person misuses Torah, they'll pass away. We'll see that next week um, how the Maral explains it. And also we have to answer the question we were left with. And that is, why does Hillel say this in Aramaic when the rest of us is also in Ashna Kodesh? So we'll see next time when we complete the Mishnah.